0: The scripture reading
1: before the lesson this morning comes from Acts 8, verses 1-4. through 4. Acts 8, 1-4. through 4. And Saul approved of his execution, and there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church and entered house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word.
0: Pleasant good morning, church. And to all of you that are out there online, we thank you for joining us. Many people, even in foreign countries, are with us today. We especially greet those in Ukraine because we're going to have two Ukrainian preachers. It's going to be about what they're doing message of our text today, Acts chapter 8, is about persecution, how to apply it to God's work. But we at West Huntsville don't know what persecution is. We've never been through it. We don't understand it. The example in Jerusalem, though, is that these people were scattered abroad. We haven't been scattered yet. But here's something that does apply to us. They were preaching the word wherever they went. That should apply to us. You're about to hear two Ukrainian preachers present God's word by way of PowerPoint. Uh Valery will be translating for eager, and then when eager finishes, Valery will be uh uh preaching himself. Eager is in Ukraine. He is in a place called Smela, and uh Valery Valeri is in uh Düsseldorf, Germany. You'll recognize them. The uh Ukrainian preacher Igor, will be at his desk, and Valery will be outside in Germany. Now I'm glad to present to you these two Ukrainian preachers, Igor Olafera and Valery Gaidish.
2: Can't see all of you. Today I'm
1: glad to see. You. All of you, uh, or maybe you can see me, and I'm glad to this opportunity, uh, to see James and,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
1: thank you for the possibility to, uh, preach, uh, to the big and, uh, so wise and strong congregation.
2: Спасибо за короткое время. 8 minutes.
1: And for this short time for eight minutes.
2: О чем сказать? Пожалуй, это то, что связано с тем, что через что проходят сейчас люди э, в Украине
1: и вообще в тех местах, где... What did I want to say? It is connected with all these things what's going on right now in Ukraine.
2: Такое время я думаю, что если сейчас провести социальный, социальный опрос в Украине, то наверняка in these times, it seems that, uh,
1: I, I don't know, but probably if we make some, if we made some questionnaire right now, that uh, most people in Ukraine most probably are praying right now.
2: Если бы сейчас вдруг правительство решило вести молитву в школах, я не думаю, что это было большое возмущение. Скорее наоборот, было воспринято абсолютно
1: правильно. И сейчас, right we don't have it right now, but we suppose if they, let's suppose that if if they decide to do it, uh, I really think that uh, right now there is a time when people wouldn't say no to this.
2: Правда, жизнь заключается в том, что этот мир настолько несовершенен, что Это не совершенство, оно может проявляться в том, что не всякая молитва получает ответ.
1: Uh, this world is not perfect, uh, for sure, and uh, uh one of the sides of this imperfection is that uh, not all prayers uh have a positive answer. Я
2: имею в виду, что тот ответ, который ты хочешь получить.
1: I mean, uh, not all prayers uh leads leads to the answer we want to hear.
2: Я думаю, что любой христианин оказался примерно в такой ситуации, и я сейчас скажу, может быть непонятные на первый взгляд слова, но я думаю, что вы меня поймёте.
1: I no. hope I uh, will make it clear because uh, uh, what I would like would like to say it maybe not easy to understand, uh, but uh, I hope you you will.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like this: there is no truth on
1: there is a phrase that there is no truth on Earth, and. But in the same time, there is no truth and higher too.
2: And, uh, I think that uh, any believer can go through such a situation.
1: And I think that any believer could uh, go sometimes through such a hard, difficult situations.
2: ты просишь
1: Амира,
2: Амира. Yeah.
1: You are asking for peace and you don't have it.
2: Бог mm-hmm. Бог
1: God is, is unpredictable, for
2: sure situations like uh, this one like in that situation
1: Moses when uh, he was sent to uh, to bring freedom to his nation
2: Моисей сказал, что, ну, Господи, ну вот я косноязычен.
1: Мозес, remember, he he answered God to God that, uh, my God, I I can't
2: speak, I couldn't speak. И по какой-то причине Бог не сделал его супероратором.
1: For some reason, uh, God uh, didn't make Moses uh, such a great speaker
2: right there. Uh,
1: he gave him Aaron instead. And he, he, he told him that you will be uh, a God for him and he will... He will be your prophet.
2: Это очень напоминает ситуацию, которая происходила, которая случилась с апостолом Павлом, которому было сказано, что от тебя моей благодать. Пусть сила моя сила проявляется в твоей слабости, твоей нище.
1: It is remind me the other passage, uh other situation in the Bible where uh, Paul were asking God uh, about healing and uh, God told him that that's enough of my grace for you uh, because uh, my grace uh, you can see uh, the weakness, my power you can see weakness too. <laughs>
2: друг, он только сейчас выговариваться начинает. Хочется говорить.
1: I may say about my life right now. Uh, my grandson he is just learning how to speak and pronounce first words. Mm-hmm.
2: Он хорошо выучил три слова. Появитена тревога.
1: He learned perfectly several words. Uh, like uh, uh, attention, you know, and it's sirens.
2: Только говорить так по-детски, что от этого плакать хочется.
1: And uh He's saying this uh, so childish uh, you know that you uh, you want to cry when you see, when you hear when child say such a word
2: uh, слово, and uh,
1: other word uh, what he uh, is trying to say uh it is uh
2: Refuge when asylum. Я заметил, что тогда объявляют воздушную тревогу, и он говорит, пойдем в убежище по детски.
1: And I mentioned that so, where where is uh we hear that kind of that uh, attention announcement and siren, and he is just as a kid say, Let's go to the asylum.
2: I заметил что его совсем не обязательно вести в убежище to заметил что для него совсем не обязательно иметь чувство безопасности когда он приходит в убежище. Uh, для того, чтобы успокоить его, его достаточно просто прижать к себе. I to mentioned to that uh, for
1: his peace in his heart, uh, it's not really about asylum, about refugee place. Uh, all what he needs to feel calm, uh, it just uh, being hugged. When you just hug him and, uh, you know, keep to, to yourself and, let's uh, make him,
2: uh, feel he is... that's
1: actually what he needs uh, for immediate, uh, peace in his heart. You know, just, uh, hug him and, uh, be close to him
2: Это мне напоминает эту ситуацию со многими, многими людьми веры, которым Господь так или иначе говорил что-то подобное, как апостолу Павлу.
1: That's remind me uh mm-hmm.
2: Ты будешь чувствовать себя некомфортно. Uh, that's my uh-huh. Но моя благодать и милость всегда будет с тобой. Ты будешь слаб, но твоя слава будет проявляться в твоей слабости. Like... Моя слава будет проявляться в твоей слабости.
1: I like got told us that uh, you will have my grace and my support but uh, yeah, it will appears in
2: your weaknesses. Эта ситуация очень хорошо происходит сейчас. Вот очень хорошо развивают отношения блогера и Их вот Я веду тебя. Я не обещаю тебе комфортной жизни. Я that's, that's тебе... Uh,
1: right now, when God mm-hmm. tells you that I I haven't promised you a cozy life, uh, I haven't promised you life without problems.
2: Что сказать на это? I mean. Uh, and what can I say? I mean <laughs> it is uh,
1: uh my time is off uh,
2: so I probably better to finish. Uh,
1: well uh, I have a short message to everybody uh, who is able to hear this message. You see, in this, uh, from my observation, right now, uh, it is very difficult uh, situation. Not just because war in Ukraine; it is difficult because the real war is not in Ukraine. And real war uh began not in february twenty twenty two it began much more earlier because uh in ephesians chapter six uh, verse twelve is written that uh, our war our battle is not against flesh and blood we are fighting against uh Dark powers. Uh, we we are fighting against uh, evil, against devil. And you see, I say that to the Christians from all the beginning of this war. That don't uh, don't make this mistake. Don't hate uh, Russians because uh, or some other nation. You see, because they are just tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Bible said that the real war uh, is happening all the time in our heads and in our hearts, and that's where is our real enemy. Uh, and what we cannot afford as a Christians and to have a hate in our hearts, even in that kind of times like this, uh, it's only love should be there. Hate for evil, but not hate for people. Uh, you see, Bible tells us many times about this that our real enemies it's not people, and even when evil actions happen, and when when even when people do some bad things, really bad things, uh, what the Bible teaches about that uh, are they evil? Uh, I think no. Bible very clear, clear about that it's not it's not about them being evil it is about devil and when he has his victory people start doing bad things and that's why we can read in the bible don't be uh no uh, overwhelmed by evil but you can uh, fight evil uh, through good through good things through love through love and uh, that's why uh, in times like these, it's especially very important to remember that if people become uh, can hate to hate each other and uh, if they would believe that they are enemies. Uh, that will be the biggest uh, failure in the life of Christians. And biggest victory of devil. So, uh, I really believe that uh, our real enemy is not some nation, not some people, soldiers. Uh, it's a uh, devil ideas and devil thinking in their heads. And that's what we are fighting against. Uh, that's, I wanted to, in every Christian, to remember that, uh, it's not about Ukraine, actually. This fighting is happening all the time. When people, you know, hate each other, when you scream on a child with no reason, uh, where people beat each other, when it's happening, some, uh, Let's say non-Christian situations at home. The same battle. It is the same battle. What happening in, you know, war fields. Hate and uh, despair and uh, fear. All of this. And uh, it's li- when it, it is living in our hearts, in our minds. That's where is real battle happening. And our only prop- proper choice is just feel the right feelings and think right thoughts, uh, and always remember who is our real enemy. And in these times, it's especially important to, uh, to remember this. <coughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you, Igor and Valeri. We know you better now. At least we've seen you. Over the past 43 years, i preached in 23 different countries. Preached to Hindus, Muslims, atheists, you name it. Some liked my message, some did not. But in all that time, I feared for my life only one time. Ukrainians are now threatened, not because of their message, but because of their nationality their physical safety is in jeopardy we need to pray for them the Apostle Paul spoke in 2nd uh, Corinthians chapter 11 these words from verse 23 about himself are they ministers of Christ those people who were opposing him I speak as a fool I'm more in labors more abundant in stripes above measure in prisons more frequently and deaths often from the Jews five times received I forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I've been in the deep. In journeyings often in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in parables of mine own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils of the city, in perils of the wilderness, in perils of the sea. In perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes to me daily, my deep concern for the churches. I wonder how many of us will sing next time a leader gets up and announces, anywhere with Jesus I can safely go. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 27, three years after his conversion, Barnabas took Paul to Jerusalem. Church leaders received him. He was in Jerusalem with them, going out and coming in. No problems at all, but he couldn't keep his mouth shut. He spoke boldly in the name of Jesus, disputed with the Hellenists, those people who had been converted to the Greek philosophy, The Jews accepted uh, not a word he said. That is, those Jews did not accept a word he said. They attempted to kill him. So the brethren took him down to Caesarea, put him on a ship, and sent him back to Tarsus, his home. It was probably that time that he became a tent maker again and could not stop preaching, but was probably in perils among his own countrymen. Then there were some Christians from Cyprus, the island of Cyprus, who went up to Antioch and began to preach the gospel to the Hellenists there and converted many. And when the apostles saw this in Jerusalem, they sent another man from Cyprus, a Levite named Barnabas, up there to help. He went. He was a good man full of the Holy Spirit, saw a great number of those Hellenists. He said, we've got to have help. And he departed, the Bible says, and went to Tarsus to seek Paul. Focusing on doing the best for God is a part of the mission church, and thank God West Huntsville is that kind of church. Our elders are alert to the fact that the brotherhood needs help, the world needs help, and they're constantly ready to give it. Only God knows what eager is going to accomplish in Ukraine, smell of ukraine is his city and what valeri is going to accomplish in dusseldorf germany where he has now gone we are working with them supporting them and praying for them and west Huntsville stands ready to assist ukrainian refugees with the gospel these people are clamoring for the gospel. They're appearing in houses of worship they have never gone into. Seeking God's help, seeking his favor. We have Ukrainians helping them. We have Armenians helping them. We have the Pole people helping them. And uh, David Hester. We have a lot of demand for Bible correspondence courses on the Internet. Thank God. Now let's shift gears though. What about your spiritual condition? Have you really put yourself in God's hands? Or are you holding back a bit because you don't need him? At least not yet. I remember a friend of mine who said, God is so busy. I don't want to bother him until I really need him. Thanks, Keith. I didn't need to hear that. Keith was wrong, you know, but many have the same philosophy. God was not too busy. He is not too busy. That was Keith's excuse to do what he wanted to. One of our friends said later, I hope Keith made it right with God before he died. I'm not a judge, but I do know what happened to Keith. He stayed the same. He was content with his life and wealth. Then, Saturday night, midnight, up on the fifth floor of his beach house that we called the ship, Keith sat up in bed and looked God straight in the eye. Lights out. That's what happened. What about you? Are you ready? We're almost like teenage children. We don't want our parents. We don't want their advice. We don't want anything they have until we really need them. And then we want them. But God is not going to knock on our door and say, Get ready. No more than he knocked on Keith's door and told him, it's going to be tomorrow night, Keith. At midnight, I'm coming to see you. What about your salvation? Have you really believed in Jesus Christ? Repented of your sins? Confessed him? Have you been washed in his blood through baptism? We go into mission fields and we beg those there as in Ukraine and other places, to make things right with God. But are we doing that here? Your personal life. Are you right with God? You have to answer that. Have an opportunity to make it so right now. We hope you have enjoyed this lesson from God's Word. If you would like to continue your study of New Testament Christianity, please send your name and address to World Bible School. West Huntsville Church of Christ, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest, Huntsville, Alabama, 35806. Or if you prefer, send your name and address by email to wbs at westhuntsville.org.